I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Matt. Hello there. Good evening. Here we are. Back again. Doing it all over again. Another day. And another week. Another month. I I don't know how long we can keep this going. Basically until you say another year and then it's kind of the end of it. Anyway, what are we doing? Uh, it's the Gamers 2 Podcast for May 24th, 2019. It's a Friday. And Memorial Day weekend. Yes. Um, for anybody that gets to uh, have the benefits of Memorial Day. <laughs> Lots of traveling this Memorial Day. Lots of traveling. Traffic, not, for, not for me. No, not for me either. Uh, traffic was nuts just in general trying to drive around today. I, I got lucky that my way to and from work was pretty empty because I don't know if schools had half days around here. Some of them, I'm sure, because they maybe had... Some were off. Yeah, some of them might have been off for snow days to burn, uh, but also the majority of people at my business just weren't there. So I didn't even have to fight anybody leaving the parking lot. Lots of, uh, lots of sports cars on the way up. Uh, lots of Corvettes. Lots of them's around. Yes. Yeah. There's a few people that I'm aware of around here that have decided to partake in the Corvette. Yeah. Car so club. I, um, a Mercedes, I think it was a C-Class, a sporty C-Class of some kind. Okay. Uh, do a little fishtail coming, uh, on purpose, I assume. I don't, yes and no. Ah, I think it was someone who's not necessarily, I want to show off, but I went too far. Yeah. Like they, they were trying to accelerate quickly and it got a little loose and because they quickly like, you know, it was very much a foot off the gas, like the car, like. Slow Stop. down, straight back up. Yeah. A yeah. little bit of loosey-goosey because I don't understand how to control the power of my vehicles. Exactly. It was entertaining, though, to witness. Yeah. Hey, you know, got to do it. Got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. Yep. Oh, my so God. Yeah, I know, right? I shouldn't be yawning. Anyway. Uh, Slightly later than normal. Later than normal. Uh, made Matt watch a movie that he had never heard of. Yeah, that's weird. That's it's funny that one of their movies slid under my radar because I'm I have you know I'm familiar with the group. So I remember seeing the trailer for the other one. And I just haven't watched it yet. So I'll get I'll get around to watching that one. Yeah, it's uh, good. But we'll, it's funny. we'll talk about that in a second. What have you been doing the last 
seven days. A whole lot of nothing. So perfect. Let's just move on. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just watching the old anime. Um, that's a really about it. Watching anime. I mean, I've I've gotten to the computer enough to update games. Is really about it and think about playing them and then as soon as look that's a game i have something else to do yeah as soon as i fire it up and like i'm like okay i got the next like you know five hours before some you know samantha comes home or something like that then i'm like oh fuck i gotta do this stupid thing i gotta do like responsible shit and it's not even that it's just she's gonna make me do things yeah (laughs) it's either it's me weighing at this point it's me weighing the turmoil of playing the game and then dealing with the, you know, displeasure. Yeah. The, the, the fallout of, you know, Oh, you didn't do the X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Or me doing X and Y and, and not doing, and Z, not doing but Z, which is only also getting, still, which is also still not good enough. Yeah. But you know, getting, uh, you know, 50% of the fallout instead of 100%. Right. Uh, it's, we'll see. We'll see. I have the weekend off, so maybe something will happen. Maybe. Do you have Monday off or no? Of course not. I didn't. I, I, I know they're not closed, but. Yes. Yes. Um, I didn't know if they were doing everybody fours or if they were just hating uh, everyone. It's the Wild Wild did. West at the old. Uh, no, it's not. It's not the Wild Wild West. All the. Uh, leadership get to do whatever the hell they want, and then they just kill the peons. It's more like indentured servitude. Yeah, it's uh, it's more like it's like the deep south. it's more like the dirty deep south. Um, yeah, yeah. You guys all have it. to sit in the, in the small house. Uh, what's what is relevant to to what I have done this week? Um, I I have committed to doing the baseball anime, so I'm like... I I do enjoy that you've committed to this baseball anime. Of all the sports that's not racing, Mm you've committed to a baseball anime, and you've also watched a volleyball anime. You have watched the two sports that I play, and I just don't watch these. Um, I'm like 60-something episodes into the baseball anime. They have... They made it to, to... they did not win their regional division. They oh, lost wow. the last game. What a heartbreak. And then the team that won went all the way to the finals of nationals and lost at nationals. More heartbreak. So that's where we're at in that anime. Um, watching Voyager with Samantha. She's enjoying it, which I'm enjoying her enjoying Voyager more than I am enjoying watching Voyager again. Right. Because Voyager has very strong female characters who aren't cheesy they're not like mm. you know they're not, not shoehorn they're yeah they're they're real characters and she's enjoying that and it's interesting to see her get excited about that i i do have a a like weird thing for and i'm sure you've experienced it with the way that we share media with each other but having a thing for showing somebody something and being like yeah. i don't even give a shit if i see that i've seen this a hundred thousand times i want to watch you watch it yeah like Black Dynamite, when I'm walking around showing people Black Dynamite, I, I'll watch this all day. I need yeah. to see your reactions to what you're about to witness. Yeah, Black Dynamite's good. It's it, actually Avengers Endgame is what brought it out because like there's the the cheesy female scene where the female Avengers yeah. assemble, yeah. and like I'm like, oh, that's cheesy. 
But Samantha like genuinely got excited about it. I'm like, okay, so this is like a thing. Like, yeah, you know, I, I guess mean, it's it not makes, my it perspective. Sense. Yeah, so. it makes sense that it's a thing. It just for us looking at it, we're like, okay. I mean, it's only like three seconds of like a weird moment where yeah, the moment itself doesn't take away anything. It just seemed like put in in a situation. Yeah. Like I don't know. It was weird, but that's not the. So that that like forced me to get her to watch. Start watching Voyager because I'm like, all right, well, you know, maybe that's, you know, maybe she'd enjoy that because it has a very strong, like, real female female lead, right? And she's like eating it up like candy. So that's it's. I'm getting enjoyment out of that. I know what you mean. Yeah, uh, I use I use Black Dynamite as a barrier to entry for jokes. Oh yeah, Black Dynamite. If you don't laugh at Black Dynamite, you can leave my house. <laughs> You're not welcome here. It's not going to be funny anymore. Uh. What was the speaking of Black Dynamite? What was the thing I saw? Um, they're working on Kung Fury two, probably yeah. But the cast is like it's supposed to actually have people now. Yeah, it's it has an interesting cast. Yeah, I can't. Kung, I, I'll think Kung, of it at some Kung point. Kung Fury but. two was not is was like as much of a joke as the first one, except then it started getting super serious people, and you're like, oh no, I don't know if this is good now. Yeah, that's the thing is the couple ca- uh, actors I saw attached to it. I'm like, when did this get big? Yeah, yeah. Was, I mean, it was right after it got made, and everybody's like, "This is amazing!" And then it just boom, gone. I think I thought they Indiegogo or Kickstarter the second one. Maybe I'm not. I don't remember. Maybe, maybe. Well, that's all I've been doing. What have you been doing? I've been doing a lot more. Not really. Kind. of, I don't know. The huge is what I would say. You know, old the, reliable. Old reliable. The Pokemans goes. The. Uh, MLB's the shows, the the division two a little bit, a little hell, little, little. That's the one I want to get back into. A little dibble dab, Doug Dibbadab, owner of the Dimsdale <laughs> Dibbadab. Uh, Samantha almost had an aneurysm because I uploaded, I I logged into Battle.net. and did she just see wow? And, it was and like, she saw not. she saw the Battle.net launcher, and she like. Got like pissed. <laughs> I was like, she's like, are you gonna play WoW now? I'm like, uh, probably in August. And she's like, what are you talking about? You're just like, listen, uh, I'm reliving ten to fifteen years ago. Yeah, let me have this. <laughs> uh, anyways, God, she is gonna hate you. Yeah. Well, here's here's how I'll really piss her off. Seeing how it's classic, I'll put it on my laptop, and then I'll come down there. And we'll just play <laughs> in the living room. Do the old we that was what really broke the um like we had land sporadically our PCs sporadically. And yeah. then wow was what really like made it an okay normal thing for us. Yeah. Yeah. Just hanging out, grab some pizzas, grab some beers. And just hang out and do some quests, man. Kill some Zevras in the Barrens. Kill 400 of them and wonder why we only have three hooves. <laughs> All the great times. Uh, that's the majority of what I've been playing. I've been playing... I, I did try to play a little Battlefront 2. Uh, it is painfully obvious that uh, while it can be somewhat fun, if you didn't get in in the beginning and you don't want to put money in, yeah, still not worth it. Uh, that's just on the multiplayer side. That's we've already 
you and I have on this podcast, I believe, hashed out how the single player story is not good. Uh, and then, God, have I played anything else? Nope. Uh, I haven't really read that book that's written there. No football manager. Oh, good call. So a lot of football manager. <laughs> Uh, to the point where I was up till two something in the morning one night during the week playing football manager. That's why you're tired because no, it's... that was a mistake, and I'll tell you why. Well, so... no, that's what I'm saying is like oh no no that's... it's probably caught up to you throughout the week. It didn't. It I readjusted my sleep schedules to fix that, uh, but it was the last night volleyball into breaks and being Thursday volleyball, it's competitive. So I actually have to like move and do a lot of squatting and bending and jumping. So I tire myself out like a jackass because I'm fat and lazy. <laughs> and so this morning I woke up and I'm just like, I'm sore and don't want to move. I'm like, I'm like the the nice sore where yeah. it's the full body. Like you just want to lay here and not do anything, don't you? And I'm like, I do, body. You got to go to work, brain. Fuck, god. Ah. Uh, so yeah, but uh, yeah, we did play till two something in the morning that one night. Uh, and we played a couple times. He actually just texted me right before we started recording. He's like, I'm going to actually be out soon if you want to try to get a couple games. And I was like, haha, joke's on you. I'm still doing a podcast way later than I should have. Uh, uh, but we, the reason I was up till 2 a.m. that one night is we finished the league. Uh, I got knocked out of Champions League again by Athletic, uh, Atletico Madrid. They are the bane of my existence in the Champions League. Somehow I always draw them. Somehow I get fucking knocked out by them every time. Uh, I finished third in the league. So I got back in the Champions League. Kenny finished fifth, I believe. So he's in Europa. Uh, then we hit the summer window. And it was wheeling and dealing, signing and kissing babies, signing tits, the whole thing. And I we burned for just hours to get through the entire summer. I bought three players. He bought a bunch of players. His team looks way better than last year. My team looks eh to last year. I tried to sell the most expensive player on my team. He didn't want to fucking leave or go anywhere. That got really annoying. Uh, but I'm still happy with the team I have. There are, I think, three clear, three to f- the, the top five in our league are pretty solidified uh, in Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, are, or top six, I should say. And it's the top six that are always there. Those three, uh, Tottenham, Arsenal, and Man U. We are the top six dogs. Nobody else really seemed to get stronger. We all got stronger. So it'll be... Man City just went and bought like some of the best players on all these other teams and just kept didn't, buying people. Didn't they have some uh, real-world yeah, nonsense do. that happened? Yeah, and they still will. Okay. Uh, we'll see whether or not how you corrupt UEFA is. That's a different discussion. Uh, so, yeah, then I've been... That's really, I think that's the last thing I've been playing. Yeah. Uh, so it's like 90% of your time now, football manager in the show? If we're combining the two of them into 90%? Yeah. Yeah. 10% Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> or I guess 9% Pokemon, 0.5% Division 2, and then 0.5% whatever the hell else I said. <laughs> Battlefront 2. Yeah. Yeah, that's more like 0.01. Uh it, it was been a lot of football, man. It, but I love it. It's a fun time. It's a fun time because I just don't need to do anything. I just have to sit there and like number study and just stare at all. Yeah. These. It's the. It's one of those games like I don't have one at the moment, which that's what De- Destiny 2 was for a long time where it was just mindless. Like you could 
just go. When, when we were playing Destiny 1, and it was just like, all right, yeah, you guys want to get on and do 30 strikes tonight? Yeah. Yeah, we're not playing the game. We're just there talking and hanging out and then yeah. just keep auto-dropping into these missions. Mm-hmm. It was a fun time. Uh, but it's it brings out, like, out of the park baseball does it for baseball pretty well. But the soccer one, the, the out of the park doesn't have the online that FM does, which is why I love FM so much more. But the baseball is where I really like thrive. I do pretty, I do pretty good for myself in football. Is there not a baseball manager on par with there football is. manager? It, it'd be out of the park, but it doesn't have the online component. It has all the other stuff. It just that seems like have a the big I hope failure. They, I hope they figure it out it's because like a baseball manager that's you know fully featured and good. If it, if would it was the like same, if it was as, if it was good as FM, I would. I'd be. Buy Take because you get you get Americans, you get Japanese, like you get a lot of hardcore. Yeah. There's a lot of hardcore crossover between baseball and gamers. All like, the everybody in the uh, Central America, yeah. I mean, some of the Europe leagues are kind of starting South America. Yeah, it's the whole thing, but it doesn't have the online, so that's why that's off. But it, it's what brings out what I love looking at sports and going. I bet I could fix that team. I know I probably can't. But I like to think that I could. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of stories came out recently with how bad the Mets organization is doing. And I'm a Yankee fan, so I love to see them in turmoil. But at the same time, they made a lot of fucking dumb decisions in the last three years that don't make any sense to me. So when we rewind, rewind, the, uh, rewind the clock back to even the beginning of this uh, past offseason, I could have potentially put them into a better contention situation, I think, in my head. But at the same time, I would have probably actually needed to start then and give myself a three-year window to like fix the team based on the bad contracts they have places and all this other weird stuff of like no we need to just get to here and i think i could have done decently but i'm not gonna ever get into a baseball gm role where i have that ability to do that because i'm not a businessman or a whatever yeah air quotes on all that stuff but Otherwise, yeah, watching soccer. Now it's over, but we're going now towards the Champions League final, which will be fun for Kenny and I to watch. He'll be watching the Europa final. It'll be all a good time. Uh, been watching some playoff basketball. We've got Toronto and the Bucks still going. Been watching the baseball in the first place. Yankees. Power that be. What up? And, uh, yeah, that's that. It's been uh, It's been a lot of stuff. We also... I have down here, I did watch another episode of Hannah. I might be done. I'm pretty positive I'm done. Because I gave him one more episode. They explained slightly more, mm-hmm. but they didn't develop the characters, which pissed me off. Yeah. Sometimes they, you just got to bail. They did a slight, like, hey, this should make more sense now. Like, we've we've hinted at it, but let us, like, break it down and tell you. And then they tell you. But then the characters still just don't play out well, that I think anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'll 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 talk about it off because I don't I don't want to spoil it, but for anybody listening if they were watching it, but it just I think I'm in episode five, four or five, maybe six, but it just the character development right at the end of that episode, I'm just God, this sucks. <laughs> uh and then 
I, I try to get back into watching some Superstore. While it's still funny, I think we've now... I think the first season really does a lot well. And I think the second season is starting to slip up. The first season does a lot of... Uh, a lot of what I consider Scrubs to do really well. Where Scrubs has characters having relationships across multiple episodes, mm-hmm. but dealing with things compartmentalized within the episode. So whatever their conflict is, is dealt with in that episode. And but then, the relationships continue. Right. The relationships are always developing, but their job problem is only that episode. Like, they might reference it again, but it's not the main crux of the next episode. Yeah. Usually. I mean, sometimes you had stuff where Cox kills a bunch of people, and, like, they have to carry that out a little bit. But this one, I think I'm into episode three, and we're... Not counting that one first one that doesn't make any sense because I think it was a holiday one that they were trying to yeah. capitalize on. But the beginning of the first season or the second season is all still on that strike thing. Like we're they're still talking about it. Uh huh. I'm like, no, this should have been. We did. We don't need a, a strike storyline across the entire season. Keep just quick, quick hitting punches, and develop your characters that you have. That's all. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot and hope it, they break out again, and they like stop that storyline and then go back to what they were doing. But we'll see. And then uh, we watched the Slam and Salmon. We did watch the Slam and Salmon. I don't remember what their name of the group is. Do you? Uh, Broken Lizard. Yeah, Broken Lizard. Nobody ever knows about this movie. Every time I bring it up, and then when you didn't, I was like, we need to watch this. So I know I'm baffled that I. I didn't know that it existed. The first time I think I saw it was like a 1 a.m. Comedy Central movie. Like my TV was just on and while I was playing games. I was like, what the hell is that? So that had to have been... Was that after Club Dread? No, it was before, I believe. Oh, okay. That's so weird. Because I would have been probably watching that like high school or something when I was just up late playing games during the summer. Weird. Uh, and then we watched... Oh, God, what was that? Japanese car show. Hot something. Wasn't it hot something? Was it, it wasn't hot vision. What was it? Hot. It was, was it like. Was it hot? I don't know. I don't want to say. It's basically Japan's version of Top Gear. But Super Japan. It was Super Japan. Um, I'm it's gonna, not. I hope this PC doesn't reboot in the middle of this, but. We'll see. Um,. It was interesting. I think it's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know... Hmm. I don't know how, how I want to... I will say it is 100% not watchable for me unless Matt is sitting in the room. If I do not have somebody to enjoy the same jokes with me about just the stereotypical archetypes of the show, it wouldn't be fun. At, like, the subtitles are funny for like one episode... But if you wanted to genuinely watch it, it needs better subtitles. Yeah, if you wanted to actually watch it, but if you even then they're they're funny for the first episode, but they also continue to just like the weird visuals and the subtitles continue to be funny if you have the right person you're watching it with. Yeah. Uh I do think still we both agree that if they had just done that show and then put the guys on that did the MXC voiceover, uh Vic Romano and Kenny Blankenship on top of that, it would have been great. Oh yeah. Definitely, it wouldn't have been a car show at all, but it would have been funny. I think I'm going to look into it and just kind of peruse the episodes and look at like because from she what was I dressed read, up as a cat in the second episode. Yeah, from what I read in the series description, it's not always that format. Like it's not always them racing supercars. Oh, okay. 
it's like they'll they'll try modified it's, older it's, cars. It's and not like, always them racing supercars on a mountain pass. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, Japan, you're so weird. But yeah, that's uh, that's all the stuff we've been doing. Yeah, Monaco Grand Prix is this weekend. The Monaco Grand Prix is this weekend. It is. That is true. Yeah. That Did is. you see uh, Fernando Alonso's Indy 500? Did you hear about anything about that? No. Long story short, uh, Fernando Alonso, considered a really good Formula One driver, retired last year. Uh, McLaren entered a team for the Indy 500, and the whole idea was for Fernando Alonso to win it and get the Triple Crown, which would be uh, the Monaco Grand Prix, Indy 500, Le Mans. Right. Um, Which are three ridiculous races to be able to win. Yes. Uh, The Indy 500, you have to... There's 30-something teams, 33 teams that can qualify, or 33 cars that can qualify. Okay. Um, The... 30 fastest get in. And then after that, like the next six, it's like a, a, they get another qualifying day to where they have to fight among themselves. He didn't make it in the top 30. Oh. Uh, long story short, he did not qualify for the race. Interesting. Yeah, and that's created a whole like kind of hubbub inside the motorsport realm. Because like for McLaren, it's kind of egg in McLaren's eye and face because like right. they're a... It's McLaren. Yeah, you know, it's like, McLaren stepping into a ring going, we got this, and then getting their ass kicked and going, never mind. Yeah, it's like McLaren and Fernando Alonso, and like everyone's just like, what the fuck happened? And like, right. what does this mean? Like, all that. So yeah. that's fun. But Matt, Monaco is like two days from now. Yes. And if I wanted to waste my time, or not waste my time, maybe I would enjoy it, with a video game or something, from now until then. So what you're saying is, because I can't afford Monaco Grand Prix tickets, perhaps I could invest in a new video game. Yes. That is what I'm saying. <laughs> and I have. What are my potential options? I, say, I do have some options for you. I got some good options, like the Assassin's Creed 3 Remaster for the Switch. Beat Saber for the PC. Ooh. Ooh. Broken Sword 5 for the Switch. Dauntless for PS4. Everybody's Golf VR for the PS4. Killing Floor double feature for the PS4. The new Oculus headsets are out. Mm. There is a lot of Resident Evil stuff out on the Switch now. Slay the Spire to PS4. This War of Mine... To the Switch. Good edition. Matt's played all about two hours of it. I liked it. TT Isle of Man riding on the edge for the Switch. I do enjoy me a good TT race. Isle of Man specifically. Watching some of the videos from that place. Whew. Yeah. Be a fun one to go to if I was making sure I was like grilling and drinking next to the track. Yeah, I like need something else to be doing. Yeah, or like finding a really good pub right on the race yeah, course right or something. Corner, yeah, Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series, Episode One on the Oculus Quest. Virtual virtual reality for the PS4. American Fugitive 
for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox, and back in 1995 for the PS4 and Switch. There's some uh, interesting titles in there. There are. Uh, I think my favorite one is Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series, Episode 1. Yeah, that's... uh... It's a mouthful. (laughs) Those Star Wars titles, they just can't keep it short. No. And uh, Galaxy Log long ago, Vader Immortal was a Star Wars Galaxy Episode 7 storyline that we never... (laughs) J.J. Abrams presents... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, you got number one. I need so go, I do. Because I need to go get a sip of water. Number one. We haven't talked about Cyberpunk 2077 in a while. So we'll start with that. CD Projekt Red confirmed that Cyberpunk 2077 will not be playable at E3 this year. Uh, They also confirmed that there will be new gameplay footage, though. Uh, We got another interesting hint at Cyberpunk's scale via CD Projekt Red's first quarter summary. At the moment, there are over 400 people working on Cyberpunk. For comparison, The Witcher 3 had about 240 developers working on it in-house. Interesting. Your thoughts. Um, Let's start with the playable thought. Surprising. Uh, I'm realistically no, but it seems like there was a lot of hype building initially. So like, I'm not sure. I don't know. Like they seem like they were starting to put on some, some coal and hype train. Uh, and I wasn't sure like that just seemed weird to me for CD project red. I, I still think that we're probably at least a year and a half from seeing it. Playable or just like seeing it released? Released. I think we have another E3 of it. Um, only because it, it was weird for them to even show up last year. I, I they I'm they had to have gotten a good deal with Microsoft because it was still yeah. really weird for them to show up. That's what's throwing me off is like... They're not ones to like come early, you know what I mean? Yeah, they, and they came early. Yeah, and it's just like eh, it's. Ah, I'm not satisfied, and like I'm just kind of like waiting for you to get there now, and it's like, ah. but yeah, they they showed some good stuff. I expect the I expect what we're gonna see to be completely different than what we saw the first time, um, and people to obviously start just throwing all the breakdown videos up with like well in this first trailer you see this and then the second one you see this but they need to not tout this out without releasing it next year they either need to release it prior to e3 next year like a spring release which is what happened to witcher 3 witcher 3 was like a march release i believe or april it was it was spring yeah it was earlier in the year so they could do that they could pull it out here and then drop it in spring which would be crazy to not have a play event here and then do it unless they wanted to have their own play event at uh, who knows gamescom you know them being a european developer anyway they could do it at gamescom and then they could actually control it too rather than have it being a i mean they could control it anyway but like having it be a public type thing they could have private things and tie with gamescom or yada yada 
and then drop it in the spring. Or they show it again next year as well with a fall release immediately. It, it's, it's either coming, I think, spring of next year or fall. That's what I suspect is the second one is uh, we see it again and then it releases later. Because I, I think if they tout it out this year and say it's not playable, they potentially tout it out only one more time. Yeah. And that has to be the final time they do it. Yeah. And so then, unless they skip next year completely and go silent again, which would be also super weird because everybody's going to ask about it. But never know. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, if I mean, the the speaking about the amount of developers they have working on it, like um, I wonder if they're just making a harder push than they did with Witcher 3 to get it out quicker. I wonder if they're making maybe not necessarily even a harder push or if it's a scale situation. You know, I mean, you could still have 400 developers but you could have 100 of them just doing graphical things. Especially if you're putting it in a city versus having the open world like fantasy style that Witcher was. Where you could just have a forest and be like it's a giant plain and there's some trees. Yeah, ten of you guys figure that out. I don't give a shit. Yeah, but now it's like, no, there's this building. Now there's the insides of these buildings. Now there's these rooms inside these buildings. And as detailed as their fields were, imagine how detailed their buildings are. Especially when it comes to having to do missions in those buildings and having to run through them and the whole thing, whole, whole nine kit and caboodle. Yeah, kit and caboodle, nine yards, yada yada yada. Number two. A couple weeks ago, we pondered if Valve would release shit, if Valve would respond to the positive review bombing of Assassin's Creed Unity brought on by the Notre Dame fire. Valve has, in fact, responded with a Steam blog. The community blog is surprisingly wordy, so we'll give you the TLDR. The too long. Don't read. <laughs> don't read. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why I've always considered it just like the too long. Don't read it. Uh, but no, too long didn't read. Summary: Basically, Valve acknowledged that they didn't give much thought to the idea of positive review bombing when they first came up with their policy. They go over the data behind this particular review bomb and note that it would only alter the review score by one point three percent if they removed the new reviews. Valve also noted the context of this review bombing and noted that current events may have impacted the value of the game's recreation of the Notre Dame Cathedral. So the conclusion was that there weren't going to that they weren't going to exclude the new reviews, but wanted to share their thought on the process as to why. I like that they actually broke down and said they, dude, it would only change it by one point three percent. So like we don't need to do anything. The the blog post was, I mean, it was too long for me, but they were basically like meticulously trying to cover their asses and say like, you know, like this could be a thing that, that pisses people off. So we're going to go through every single detail as to why we're not doing good. it. Yeah. Good on, good on sure. them for doing it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I But I do like when they actually... Basically, just go this, 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 because of this, mm-hmm. and your actual number you're looking for is here. It, it, we don't care. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. It was it was interesting. It was an interesting read for sure. Um, it, it definitely, it came through that they put a lot of thought into it. Right. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Number three. The anti-loot box bill has gained some additional traction. And money. is now... It's called money. A bipartisan bill. Bipartisan. Yeah, somebody got paid. Exactly. <laughs> On top of being introduced by a Republican, the bill is now co-sponsored by two Democrats. Uh, we finally got a look at the actual writing of the bill. And as anyone outside of politics could imagine, the bill is extremely vague and far-reaching. Uh, the wording would effectively... Wait, 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 wait. Why do you have to be outside of politics to assume that? Because, you know, if a politician were to explain it, he'd be like, well, you see here, the bill would allow us to do this here. We're protecting you. We're protecting you. We're trying to give the American people their money back, protecting you. Freedom. You're doing a really good... <laughs> you're doing a pretty good Red Dead right there. Uh, you're doing pretty good. Well done. I got a plan. No. It saves me from doing the impressions for this week. Um, or was it? Morgan. <laughs> uh, the, the wording would effectively outlaw any use of microtransactions or loot boxes. I didn't want to go too much into it because I was just getting yeah, irritated reading yeah, it. Yeah, it's there are certain stories that I'm like, yeah, that's a headline. And I'm five sentences and I want to fucking just, I want to die. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, why, I don't want to live on this planet where people are this stupid that I have to deal with this. But... That's exactly it right there. Here folks. we are. Yeah. I'm just curious at this point, because now it's bipartisan, like that's that's the thing nowadays, it seems like. Like oh, if something's have... bipartisan, yeah. it's like, oh fuck, here we go. Like I this one's like, getting through. I feel like bipartisan is just a po- a political uh like buzzword as synergy is for management. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As you can see by this graph here, I like to promote synergy within my teams, and we do a lot of things to achieve our goals via communication. And any person you ever hear say any of that sentence, walk out of the room. They're lying straight to your face. Yeah. Yeah. If you walk into one of my business meetings, you're going to hear, I get shit done. Do you have a question? Shut up. Thank you for your time. (laughs) (laughs) Put your hand down, Timmy. We're not handing out crackers yet. Yes, this is a meeting with four-year-olds. So if it's it's Nate's meeting, it's that meme where the guy gets thrown out the window. Oh, that is actually very similar to what I ever picture me having to sit into like a boardroom meeting going. Is somebody being like, yeah, this. And me just being like, why don't we just do this? And then it's just the next scene is me just getting tossed out a window. Uh. Like all we had to do was just turn the computer off. What? Get out. <laughs> Did you restart it? <laughs> Have you rebooted three times? Uh, work jokes. Number four. The Jesus Christ of video games, Jason Schreier, is still doing the Lord's work over at Kotaku. That might be too big of a title, but I'm going to run with it. Uh, this time, he's given us the lowdown on a Call of Duty shakeup over at Activision. Activision has set a development schedule for their Call of Duty games that give each studio three years to make a new installment. I'm pretty sure this was something before, but we're going to just go ahead and keep reading. Yeah, for this, example, is a, this is an overview. Okay. For example, this year's game is being made by Infinity Ward who last released Infinite Warfare in 2016. The 2020 Call of Duty would normally be Sledgehammer, but Activision gave Raven the lead with Sledgehammer supporting. Raven is normally a support studio for the Call of Duty franchise. Raven and Sledgehammer's game was meant to be a Cold War-era game. 
And while Activision, in true Activision fashion, has decided to switch it up even further by giving the 2020 title to Treyarch for the new Black Ops. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. I'm pausing for dramatic effect because if you're confused, here, I'll <laughs> recap in a second. Uh, According to two of Schreier's sources, there was tension between Raven and Sledgehammer. They said their staff argued frequently during development, and sources said the project was a mess. Now both Raven and Sledgehammer will provide support to Treyarch, and their Cold War-era campaign will be worked into Black Ops 5. Do we, before I say anything, do we have more Call of Duty news in this document? Um, I don't think so. So, let me give you a little hey diddle diddle the cat and the fiddle. Raven, you get a game. Raven, you don't get a game. That's basically your breakdown. Uh, Hey, Treyarch, you guys just did Black Ops 4. We're going to re-up you for Black Ops 5 the year after. Uh, By the way, we've also said rumored wise that the next call of duty franchise will be called call of duty modern warfare and will be made by infinity war that's one i forgot yeah 
And so a bunch of people got up in arms about them naming it Call of Duty Modern Warfare and all this other shit. Reveal is rumored to be in six days, so we might be talking about that next week. Uh, everybody got super up in arms, and apparently I didn't see anything other than just jokes and memes. Uh, but apparently, as the internet culture is, some people are actually like upset or annoyed uh, about it. And I think it's just people that scream into an echo chamber and don't understand the yeah. world. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, it, I don't, I don't think them naming it Modern Warfare is exactly a great call, but I don't think yeah. it hurts anything either. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about that. I just find it this the the swapping of studios around on a formula that's, I mean, it's worked okay for them so far. It's still always one of the best selling games of the year. Yeah, so like literally, it, it literally doesn't matter. You just put Call of Duty on a piece of shit, it, even if it was a literal piece of shit, and not just what people consider Call of Duty's trash, or it's the same thing year yeah. after year. Like, no, no, no. If you just pulled the cards against humanity and sent them a pile of feces, but it was a Call of Duty box of feces, people would buy it. I'm curious for context when the game comes out. I, you know what I mean? Because like, was it really that bad, or is Activision getting nervous? Is what I'm curious of. Uh, I. I'm betting they were actually getting nervous about something and decided to just move things around for moving things around. I'm wondering. It's just like, it seems like a, I'm, I'm thinking they have, they had to be worried because they don't have destiny anymore. That's, yeah. But that's at the same thought. time, like the pressures there from the financial side of it. Cause like call of duty does is the best selling game. It's usually a bet. The best selling or a best selling game. It's usually a top year five, over year, or top top ten. But it's not going up, which is never good when you look at it from an investor side of. So I wonder if Activision is getting nervous and trying to shake things up. Yeah, and I bet they're trying to shake things up, but they also don't have Destiny anymore. Yeah, which would have been like that. You would have been seeing either a big patch or potentially even a D three reveal. Uh, you're going to be getting the new Call of Duty. I there's also rumors out that you might be seeing a free to play something in terms of Call of Duty, and I would not be surprised to see the next Call of Duty come with a free BR and then have like paid multiplayer and stuff and just be riddled with microtransactions. Yeah, I could I could China see the, has um right Call of have, Duty online. Yeah, so I I could horror I could 100 see some free to play monstrosity something of Call of Duty just to. Uh, try to keep competing in this BR scene that Fortnite will forever probably own. Yeah. Speaking of titles or articles we didn't want to talk about, Fortnite, Fortnite was one of them. Yeah, I'm sure. The have you seen their recent? They partnered with Nike for Jordans. Oh, they did. That's yeah. cool. It, yeah, but it's like Fortnite's just a running ad at this point. Oh yeah, that I mean, it has been ever since the Marvel thing. Yeah. But people are like, oh, it's so cool to have brand product placement inside my video game. And I just went, what the fuck are you saying? Don't you all hate, hate ads on Hulu? So instead we put products inside a video game? Yeah, but it's like cool, man. It's it's these, like a unique thing. And I'm like, These okay, are the people so that make me want to go walk into the fucking woods and live under a rock. <laughs> it's it's my favorite because I love a lot of influencers and and media people. I have a lot of respect for a lot of them. But when they're going to come around jerking off the idea that Thanos and stuff are in Fortnite, which it, it's cool, don't get me wrong, but I also don't want to see you getting pissy 
when McDonald's is on a billboard in a racing game. Like, that doesn't make... Wasn't there one of our games that we were talking about, maybe maybe before we ever did a podcast, that had ads in a menu? Oh, shit. What was that? Was it a menu or was it a start screen? It was something where there was ads, like, upon launching the game. Yeah. There was a section for ads, and you had to, like, go in and turn it off. Street Fighter? Street Fighter. It was the new Street Fighter because they were putting ads in the backgrounds of the stages, and then you also, like, having them run in other places, and you had to go in and specifically turn them off. And if you didn't, if you turned them off, you earned less, like, in-game currency for having them off. That's what it was. The Street, the street Fighter, whatever we're on. Yeah, so we're all complaining then, but we put uh, Thanos in Fortnite, and we all, yeah, I love Marvel. It's they so make funny great movies, to me but like, because just, ah, you hypocrites. That's the thing is the hypocrite part. Like we, you know, we read the thing about the microtransaction bill, and it's like, all right, it's politicians being politicians and power grabbing, but at the same time. You kind of open the door. Yeah, you open the door by not taking care of it yourself. Yeah, none of you all, none of you want to step up and just put a hammer down. So here we are. Yep. The world we live in. Keep them out of my games, but at the same time, I'm going to rob these children blind. All right. Woohoo! I'm a tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's got no fucking reference to that. Anyway, all right. Let's talk about Sony. Um, Yay. Nothing crazy groundbreaking this week, Ooh. but uh, we'll, a couple things happen. A, lot of, a couple follow-ups. Um, <laughs> I'll just, I'm just going to give you a one-word booze, booze and yay. yays. Boo. Uh, apparently, Sony's deal with Microsoft was a surprise to the PlayStation team, according to Bloomberg. Uh, Bloomberg said that the deal was handled by the senior management in Tokyo and didn't involve the PlayStation division at all. I can 100% believe that. Yes. We know the amount of leaks that have come out of these places. You would not want this yes. getting out. Yes. I th- oh, yeah. All of a sudden, uh, one of our software developers has on his LinkedIn page that he now knows how to use Microsoft Azure. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, what, what can we speculate about this? Does Red Dead 3 already exist on PC? God, these fucking developers, man. It's so interesting to me because like, the reaction to that whole deal was... It, I wasn't expecting it to be so polarizing. Um, like on the one hand, there was the people who were really excited about it, which I think we kind of fell into that category. We were somewhat, I, we were temp. We, we, ex- we got real jerky, ab- jerk offy about the idea of what what could happen, what we could potentially pipe dream into cross playing and yeah. such, and we effectively solved the console war. Yes, um, you're welcome. And then the other side was like, <laughs> the sky is falling. Sony's doomed. Um, that being said, I believe Sony's, Sony's stock went up like some stupid amount when it after the deal. Makes sense because it's a good deal. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sony has now realized that it can't survive on its own platform, so it got a better one. <laughs> stock goes down. Wait, what? Uh, That's the group meme. Or the Gru meme. Mm-hmm. Have bad services. Bet get better services. Stock goes down. Stock goes down. It's exactly that meme. Great panel. Great four panel frame. You're welcome. 
Uh, a video is leaked from Sony's Investors Relations Day in Japan. That sounds like the worst event to attend. Yeah, I can imagine what that sounds like in J- Japanese. A lot of synergy. <laughs> <laughs> the video shows the drastic difference in load times between the PS4 Pro and the PS5. Uh, we already knew about that because of the Wired article with Mike Cerny uh, from a couple weeks ago. Uh, but it's still nice to see. You know, I always enjoy seeing the proof. I want to see it happen on a PS5 game. Yes. Stop showing me PS4 games. Yes. Well. You can't, but, like, come yeah. on now. Yeah. Spice so. up spice up my life, bud. Yeah. I'm not going to be I mean, playing. it'll probably, it'll be a wash because, you know, it'll add in all, all new, like, graphic tech and, like, 4K, 8K right. and stuff. That's, so. that's the part where I'm like, yeah, yeah. cool. You guys, look how fast this loads the Snake game. <laughs> my phone loads Minesweeper faster than my fucking computer does. What do you think? I'm playing that still? Oh, Minesweeper. Good stuff. It's like this whole, it loads faster. I'm like, yes, it should. This shouldn't be a discussion. Like, oh my God, it loads amazingly. And I'm sure it does. Mark Cerny, a brilliant man. I'm sure it loads at a blistering pace. But exactly what we're saying, when we actually get to a PS5 game that is leveraging all of this new hardware, will it actually be that fast? And the thing with the backwards compatibility where they're like, well, we're showing you a single player Spider-Man experience, which it's movement. It, needs those load times but i don't know anybody that i can think of that's going to be playing spider-man the ps4 spider-man on the ps5 like that hasn't already yeah that doesn't make sense like the backwards compatibility is usually more for multiplayer games Mm -hmm. that you don't want to have to get rid of a multiplayer library because of that like the that whatever yeah i'm being semantic that's not a adjective it is now i'm being picky um all right last for sony sony interactive entertainment the division that oversees playstation uh has created playstation productions playstation productions is a group that will handle bringing video game properties to film and television uh playstation productions will be overseen by sean Layden. more for sean to play with I know, assume. Take a look at. Yeah. That was curious. That was curious. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, because there's immediately four things that come to mind. And they all just scream why to me. I, Last of Us, Uncharted, Horizon, and Death Stranding. Uncharted was the one that everyone was pushing for. Well, yeah, of course. Because it's basically a movie. And so is Last of Us. And so is Horizon. And then the one that I'm kicking, which is Death Stranding, because why wouldn't fucking Kojima already have a TV show in the works? Because you've been playing the game the whole time. Wait till Matt and I dissect what Death Stranding means oh for our God. E3 predictions. When I, when I hadn't even, the thought hadn't even crossed my fucking mind that I'd have to see Death Stranding again. I'm, I'm going to re-up my prediction from last year where I said that he walked out on stage, <laughs> he walked out on stage and said you've been playing the whole time while holding up a phone and then says fuck you and walks off. Oh, Kojima. Never change. Ah, my my probably favorite news article of the week, and it happened early in the week. I think it was even on Sunday. It was after we recorded on uh, last week. Number six. Nostalgia. What a fickle beast. World of Warcraft Classic is a perfect example of this, as a Blizzard community manager had to make a post on the WoW Classic forums of what 
is not actually a bug in the game. Those of you that don't know, the beta did come out. It was, I believe, invite only. Uh, I need to check and see if I have an invite. But it has uh, it has caused a lot of people to not remember the past as it actually was and more of what they thought it was. I really enjoyed this because, like, I've been saying that since they announced it. I was like, you got you people don't know what you're asking for. Uh, my favorite part is I just keep picturing Endgame. All your failures. <laughs> and where did they get you? It brought you right back to me. So from the community manager, this is from Kyvax, I believe is how you pronounce that name. I'm just going to highlight some of them uh, that this person mentions. Uh, as we've discussed before, the nature of WoW Classic sometimes invokes different memories for different players, and this leads to certain misconceptions for some about what is or isn't working as intended. The following is a list of commonly reported gameplay in WoW Classic that is not actually a bug and is working as we expect it to. If I can read these quick enough, I'll probably get through all of them, but I am just going to start skimming. So here we go. Torin's hitboxes and their melee reach is slightly larger than other races. In case you're curious, Torin's the biggest race in the game at this point. Being critically struck while using sit to sit, sorry, using slash sit to sit, does not cause abilities like Enrage, Blood Craze, and Reckoning to activate. Using the automatic quest tracking option does not auto-track newly accepted quests. It instead will start to track an existing quest once progress towards an objective is started. Warrior health regeneration is working at the expected rate. Quest objectives and points of interest are not tracked on the map or minimap, which I just love, I just love this stuff. It's like, do you not remember how painful this was? Completed quests are marked on the minimap with a dot and not a question mark. Feared players and NPCs run fast. Might be my favorite one in the entire list. Yeah, they run fast. Like, what are you... <laughs> Uh, standing on top of other players while facing away allows spells and attacks to be used. Creature respawn rates are much slower than in Battle for Azeroth. The fact, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that this is in, that people thought this was a fucking bug boggles my mind. Uh. Creature respawn rates are much slower than in the current fucking expansion over 15 years later. I can't wait for this to come out. I cannot wait. Oh, the chaos. NPCs, which offer multiple quests, may inconsistently display them as a dot or an exclamation point on the available quest list. They were inconsistent in 1.12, and we've reproduced the exact inconsistency they had back then. Dude, can they... kill that? Oh, I guess. Like, I don't know. You can use that bandana if you want. I don't have a shoe up here, otherwise I'd say use that. Actually, there's a shoe at the end of the hallway if you wanted to use that, but... If that works, good luck. That guy's moving. Oh, where'd he go? I don't know. Don't mind me. We need to kill a spider in the studio real quick. Matt just refuses to slap the thing for whatever reason. Motherfucker's fast. Yeah, that's why just just slap it. Don't keep... Let me try to suck on it. Well, I guess if we find it again, I'll kill it, but... Just splatter the wall with guts next time, man. 
we'll, we'll find it. He can't. He can't run forever. We are. We are inevitable. All right. Well, there's a spider somewhere in this room. Yeah. Whatever. I'll kill him. So yeah, they reproduced inconsistency. Quests that are too low level uh, do not show up as a question mark in the game world. Available quests do not display an exclamation point on the minimap. On level up, the message your skill in protection increased to 15 was added in 1.12.1 and we're intending to keep that. You are unable to polymorph enemy targets that are tapped by players with whom you are not grouped. At all levels of player, characters, and enemies, aggro radius is set to the intended distance. Which therefore means people for some reason thought they shouldn't be able to get pulled by mobs as they were trying to sneak places, I assume. Ah, this is this is beautiful. It is. It's my favorite. Long quest objectives don't have text wrapping. Fall damage is equivalent to expected and verified values. Broadcast text can be seen multiple times if multiple players interact with the same PC and PC. Wanted signs do not have a question mark and are also not highlighted. Player characters do not animate when looting interacting with quest objects. Gnomes and torrens are the correct size. We appreciate all your feedback. Uh, I feel like to a, cer- to a certain extent, like Blizzard is trolling. I'm, I'm just I'm shooting in the dark now. Oh, yeah. okay. He could be anywheres. Have you ever seen uh, Arachnophobia? No, I've heard, I've like seen the tra- I think the trailer and stuff, but it's the same thing I've ever watched. I've only seen like part of Anaconda and stuff. And just, yeah. I don't know the the like giant monster. What I really appreciate about Arachnophobia though is that it's it's more. I don't want to say it's more realistic, but it feels more realistic than like Anaconda or some of the other monster movies. Mothra. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yep. On to the next one. Okay. Uh, number seven, the beta for Mario Kart Tour, Nintendo's latest mobile game, has gone live in the U.S. People's experiences with the beta haven't been hopeful so far. The core game is faithful to the Mario Kart franchise and seems to be a genuine recreation. As you could probably guess by current trends, the problem comes with the microtransactions. Uh, there are multiple currencies with green gen green oof, green gems being the premium currency that can be purchased. Uh, drivers, carts, and gliders have specific bonuses and almost all need to be unlocked with some form of currency. Then there are stamina hearts that determine how long you can play. At the moment, a heart seems to last about 15 minutes. If you run out of hearts, then you have to wait to play more, or you can purchase gems to then trade for hearts. All said, it looks like there's four different currencies. Uh, Granted, this is the beta, so all this could potentially change. Interesting. It is interesting. For Uh, sure. I mean, I'm all against microtransactions when they're done wrong, so... We'll see. Maybe they're done right, but yeah, I maybe don't know, 15 they'll... minutes isn't really too bad, though. 
Yeah, I guess that's it a solid. On, that's a solid bathroom break. I guess it depends on like how many of those hearts or whatever you get. I can only fake having to pee for so long. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm saying. Number eight. Valve has released yet another mobile app, and this time it's a standalone chat app that incorporates most of the features from the desktop variant. The app is currently available on Android and iOS devices, and voice chat is missing from the app currently, but Valve have said they are working on adding the feature. What is their deal with these apps, bro? They just pop, they're like, oh, I guess we'll make another app. They're like podcasts, man. They just grow on trees. Welcome, okay. welcome to our un- <laughs> ununique situation. Uh, I, I'm just like I'm not even paranoid. I just want to fucking kill it now because now I'm annoyed that I got away. Oh, he'll well. come back. Oh yeah, he will. And he'll die. Hey, remember the Oya? Uh, Ouya. I guess I call it the Oya. No, it was the Ouya. Okay, Ouya. Ouya. The game console that raised nine million on Kickstarter then fell flat on its face upon release. Yeah. Well, the Ouya finally is dead. That was a question. Yeah, dude, it was still running, man. By with who? The online services for the console will be shut down on June twenty fifth. The console's production was discontinued in twenty fifteen. And then I say I was with you when we took them off the shelf. And then, for some reason, Razer purchased the rights to Ouya and left it on life support until now. Uh, they, may I it rest wonder, in peace. They might have been doing something with it for the shield. They might have had some... No, apparently it was completely unrelated. They just left the oh. service on for X amount of time. Good for you, Razer. I guess. Crazy people. <laughs> Uh, number 10. A while ago, there was a rumor making the rounds that George R.R. Martin was collaborating. They do that good old collaboration. <laughs> oh, God. I can't read. A while ago, there was a rumor making the rounds that George R.R. Martin was collaborating on a game with From Software. Those rumors were stoked once again after a blog post from the Game of Thrones author that said he was, quote, consulted on a video game out of Japan, end quote. A report from... Gamatsu, I guess? Gamatsu? I think that's not spelled right? I don't know, bro. A report from Gamatsu claims to have a few... God, that's bugging me that I feel like that should be something else. A report from them claims to have a few more details. They believe the game is an open-world title with horse riding and has been in development for three years. The source for... It's not Gamasutra? I think you're thinking of a different site. Okay, yeah. I was like, Gamasutra is a, it's definitely a thing. Anyway. I'll continue. The, the source for Gamatsu article... God, it's bugging me. I, I Now I just want to read it as that. <laughs> oh, stop, Nate. Get back on the fucking joke you're trying to make here. The source for them article, the source for that article also said that the game would be announced at Microsoft's E3 2019 press conference incoming My Little Pony game. <laughs> or uh, My Summer Horseback is Magic. 
Mm. Or something. It said it has, it? I don't know, the only fucking hint of like gameplay oh, no. was that Horse it was fucking ride horses. Why is that even a thing? Why is that? I don't know. Care? I thought it was weird too. That's why I threw it in there. Uh, <laughs> That's why I'm making dumb fucking uh, Barbie, the horse riding Barbie jokes. Can't wait to see what they fucking debut at E3. <laughs> Super massive games. You know it's going to be something stupid, right? Oh, I'm sure it'll probably be some weird fantasy game. That's well, I don't know. It's from software, though. Rumors. True. True. He These just said rumors. from Japan. Rumors. And From just got done with uh, Sekiro. Yeah, and they also said that they wanted to do a Battle Royale style game. Yeah, so they're just going to make Battle Royale on horses? Why would they need George R.R. R. Martin for a Battle Royale game? Oh, Battle Royale Cavalry game? Isn't that just Chivalry Medieval Warfare? But they don't have horses, do they? I don't know. And it's not, play, uh, right, whatever. play Kingdom what, Come Deliverance. What's that new game that everyone's talking about? The, it starts with an M. Ma- Mord, not Mordor. Madaw, Madov, Mador. Yeah, some. You know what I'm talking about, though. M e d a u r. Is that like the new? Uh, it's a for honor without the for honor combat system, class system, domination game. That game like came out of nowhere. Is everyone just like Mordo? Mordo. M o r d e a u. We'll get there, damn folks. French. Pronunciations. We'll get there. <laughs> I don't know why I always have to go to Eve. Great guy. <laughs> Number but eleven. He just has super... the most French name I could ever hear. Well, yeah, and he's video games, you know, related. And so. he's a he's just he's he's such a lovable guy. He just looks happy. All when time. what point is I've I can you imagine him being mad? I feel like I'd be the most scared if he was actually mad. Maybe, maybe it's he's like, like uh, it's like seeing Matt out when he's actually furious. Yeah, you're just kind of like you're never usually this angry. Then there's the one time he, he just throws a walkie across the room, and you're like, oh. <laughs> I'm, like, single-handedly breaking this molding, by the way. By like, Oh, it, in case you're curious, it's not really held on by much. Well, I'm just, I because I constantly put my weight just on lean, it, so it's just flexing Just lean it. in between it, and you're fine. Yeah, but then I got to resituate my whole setup here. All right, number 11, Supermassive oh Games. I'll get, you, I'll get you a fucking cane, you old man. Supermassive Games, <laughs> the makers of Until Dawn, have given us a release date for their latest game. Man of... Mi- Mi- what did we say it was? The Madden? Man of Madon. Madon? Madden? Madon? Man of I Madden. say Madon. I'm probably fucking wrong. I think it's Madden. I don't know. I don't know anymore. You know what? Fuck it. I don't know. Uh, it'll be out August of, 30th the man on Xbox of, One, PS4, and PC. The Man of Meden. It looks good. Check it out. The Man of Meden. There. Now it's officially completely different. Okay. Just like Project Project Studio. The man of me, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> the man of me, Dan. <laughs> Did, uh, I, I watched it at PAX. Yeah, it looks good. It was definitely uh, by the Until Dawn people. Oh, that's not a bad thing. No. There was definitely one scene that was really creepy. It was one of the uh, water, a lot of arms scenes. Yeah. Yeah, I know the one of which you speak. I know <laughs> the tale of what you say. And number 12, BuzzFeed News has three sources who claim that a Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic movie is being written by Leda Cologritus. I'm glad you got stuck with this Gritus? one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to pronounce this name. Leda Caligritus? Oh, God, I'm sorry. Leda K? Yeah, LK. Go with that. 
LK wrote the screenplay for Shutter Island. So this movie's fucked. Uh, you didn't like Shutter Island? If if it's going to have all these twists and turns, fuck that. Anyway, so she wrote... Uh, she? I don't even know. Uh, yeah, she. Okay, she wrote the screenplay for Shutter Island, Alita Battle Angel, which I did not watch that one. Haven't either. And Terminator Genesis, the 2015. Uh, she was an executive producer for Avatar. What the fucking do? And the creator and showrunner of Altered Carbon. From what I hear, I should watch it. Still haven't. I liked but it. But I've already apparently written the story when we were on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I forgot month, about Three that. months ago. <laughs> yeah. My bad. Um, I was initially... So let me walk you through this real quick. So initially I read it. And I was like, all right, this is stupid. Like, I didn't recognize the name. And I was immediately like, okay, so here's like them injecting forcefully, you know, the whole like female perspective into Star Wars. Um, and then I looked up her IMDb and her info and what she's been doing or has done. And I was like, oh, okay. So she actually seems to be talented. I, I really liked Alter Carbon. So. And Shutter Island was a good movie. Yeah. So I we'll just see. was like disappointed at the end see i <laughs> i should come clean on the whole shuttered island thing i watched it one time and i watched it like stoned out of my gourd yeah you should come clean on that so that way i can just say yeah you, you fucking missed a lot because <laughs> well the whole movie was me going what the fuck and then the so, end, they just go this and i was like oh yeah, so that that experience is a million times better if you are under the influence. Well, here's the best part. I don't remember enough of it. I know like the uh Spark Notes version of it. Yeah. So, let's just get stoned and <laughs> no, then we'll watch we'll watch a bunch of movies like that. Like uh, we should I so I've never been high. Want to get high? You guys want to get high? Make sure you got a towel. So, I don't know why I'm doing Towelie. Uh We should get high and then play like Until Dawn. That's interesting. But or aren't they? Aren't the decisions timed? Not all of them. Okay. That some of them, but not some of them, but not all of them. Like there are uh, quick time events. Yeah. Oh. But some of the decisions you have time on. Okay. And honestly, it'd be funny just to. Not just debate a decision at the most, like, I just fucking kill him. <laughs> like that. That's probably what it turned into, though. Is I was just be like, any situation, be like, eh, kill him. <laughs> we'd, we'd get to a decision. We'd, we'd bond with one specific dude, and then we, we'd just make it our goal to get that person through, and that's it. Uh, like, that's it. Mike, you're it. I don't give a shit without anybody else. Nope. Uh, I like Mike. I'll just wear stickers. I'll just have the I Like Ike stickers, but with an M <laughs> sharpied onto it. Uh, Last up, um, I'm sure you haven't watched either of these trailers, but I brought up Terminator. Uh, Dark Fate had a trailer out, which nope. was kind of contentious. I don't want to say contentious, but... I'm not a, I'm not a Terminator it, guy. I'm not either, but the interesting part about it was um, I was like, first, I was like, why are they making another Terminator movie? So... I reluctantly watched the trailer and I immediately knew why right after the production credits went through on the trailer. 
10 cent pictures. Oh. And immediately it went back to the conversation we had about how weird movies do really well in Asia, especially action movies. So, yep. Yeah. Um, and Star Trek's on there just because it's Star Trek and the teaser. Nobody got gave me all a hyped. shit. Oh, got sorry. Fucking hyped. Yeah. All right. Fucking. Calm down, nerd boy. Why don't you yeah. go wear a red shirt and die in three minutes? If only I could. <laughs> I've been wearing red this entire time and I'm still not dead. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody run me over with the wave. Anyway. Uh, I uh, don't think I have anything else. Okay, that's cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna verify that because I did screw up the one time. Uh, how dare you, you failure! I don't like how this new phone shows battery. Yeah, what's the what's the prognosis on uh, this new phone so far? I literally set it up when I got home today. Oh, okay, so it's it's like it, it's new, brand new. Um, I hate putting on screen protectors. Yeah, I don't I, have one. So on I my failed. Phone. So I don't have one on here. Um, I've the, dropped my phone a lot and it's been very resilient. The instructions did not make sense. I see you have it on. Let's show me your screen again. Do you have it set to nighttime? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's on nighttime. I didn't have my other phone on. That it, feature like, oh, is very, uh, I don't, did your old phone have it? I think it did, but I didn't ever turn it on. It's extremely underrated. Oh, I, I can tell already that it is. Uh, especially when you're trying to go to bed at night. It is. I, it's a godsend. I really want to like mess with Sam right now and be like, oh, look, Courtney messaged me, but that's not true, and she doesn't listen to us anyway. Uh, what the fuck is this? It did take me forever to find the Wi-Fi calling setting, though, and that was annoying. It's not where I thought it would be. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I, Mine's on. I don't know. I, have, I, don't know I setting turned is. mine on while I'm here because like, when you called me the first time, mm-hmm. my phone didn't ring. It just popped up and said, missed call, and I went, what? That's not... And then I was like, oh, my Wi-Fi calling's not on, so my service wow. in the living room is impossible. And so then I just spent the entire time petting Max and trying to figure out how to turn on the damn Wi-Fi calling. Uh, let's see here. Let's take a look and make sure that we don't have a question. Nope, we don't. <gasps> he has shown his face again, and this podcast will be ended if I kill him because I will yank out my cord. Uh, hand me that uh, bandana that I don't wear anymore because I used it for fucking humans versus zombies. Did you ever play that? Was a fun uh, game. No. I'm, I'm familiar with it, but I never actually got involved in it. Dude, what would you do if he climbed into the... Like, into the port? Oh, I don't know. We'll never know. Okay, it's in now. Hey. <laughs> He's dead. Okay. He's dead, Jim. He's dead. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Time to go home. Blast off. We'll see you guys next week. Same bad time. Same bad channel. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.